What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Well, what is going on, New Vision family? Nick Person here. I get the privilege of being one of the staff members at New Vision. And if you are new to our daily podcast, we are so glad that you are here. Hopefully, you'll share this with a friend. Hopefully, you'll share it with a family member. Hopefully, you'll share it with someone you may not even like. Maybe that will encourage them to do a daily walking with the Lord. And so we're glad that you are here. If you're new here to this podcast, kind of want to give you a lay of the land We are going to read the text in its entirety. I'm going to give a couple takeaways and some insights. And hopefully the goal is in light of what we experience together, in light of us being exposed to God's word, we will live differently in light of it and maybe, maybe um, reflect Jesus all the better today. And so I'm going to be reading from Acts and I'm going to be reading chapter Two verses 14 through 41. And I get it. That's a lot of verses. Don't roll your eyes. But it is Peter's sermon um, in Acts in one of the most incredible sermons of all time because you'll also see kind of the fruit of this sermon. And so instead of breaking it apart, we want to give it to you in its entirety. We'll pull some of the layers back. We'll kind of examine it and we'll kind of get some insight and some next steps that we can take in light of God's word. I'm going to be reading from the CSB version out of my Tony Evans study Bible. And, uh, and so let's begin. We're going to begin Acts chapter 2. Beginning in verse number 14, it says this, Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and proclaimed to them, Fellow Jews and all you residents of Jerusalem, that's my Peter voice, let me explain this to you and pay attention to my words. For these people are not drunk as you suppose, since it's only only nine in the morning. On the contrary, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it will be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all people. Then your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old man will dream dreams. I will even pour out my spirit on my servants in those days, both men and women, and they will prophesy. I will display wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and the cloud of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood. Before the great and glorious day of the Lord comes, then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to these words. This Jesus of Nazareth was a man attested to you by God with miracles, wonders, and signs that God did among you through him, just as you yourselves know. Though he was delivered up according to God's determined plan and foreknowledge, you used lawless people to nail him to a cross and kill him. God raised him up, ending the pains of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by death. For David says of him, I saw the Lord evermore before me, because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. Moreover, my flesh will rest in hope, because you will not abandon me in Hades or allow your Holy One to see decay. You have revealed the paths of life to me. You will fill me with gladness in your presence." Brothers and sisters, I can confidently speak to you about the patriarch David. He is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, 
He knew that God had sworn an oath to him to seat one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke concerning the resurrection of the Messiah. He was not abandoned in Hades, and his flesh did not experience decay. God has raised this Jesus. We are all witnesses of this. Therefore, since he has been exalted to the right hand of God and has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, he has poured out what you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord declared to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know with certainty that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When they heard this, they were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, each of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God would call. With many others, words he testified and strongly urged them, saying, Be saved from this corrupt generation. So those who accepted his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 people were added to them. Wow, what an incredible message. Me, as a communicator, I love this. I love this sermon for several different reasons. For one, what I love is, as you see, when Peter is quoting the prophet Joel and he's quoting David, he is speaking to these people in a tone, in a way that they can understand. As a communicator, that's my goal all the time, is to be able to cut the meat of the word in such a way that it won't choke someone who is new to Jesus, but it also will be a substantial meal for those who have been walking with Jesus for a long time. And Peter does this beautifully. By quoting the prophet Joel and quoting David, he is speaking to this this audience in a way that they could understand the word. He is speaking. He is speaking on their level. He, as Jesus would use all these illustrations in order to kind of display God's word, Peter is using the truth, this familiar word that they would know and be familiar with in order to reveal to them the beauty and the awesomeness of what Jesus did on a cross. And it's really quite compelling. And I love even when he starts off this sermon in verse 14, he, he is telling them, listen, I know some of you are thinking that these people are drunk because the Holy Spirit has fallen on them and has taken residence in their hearts. But I want y'all to know it's only nine in the morning. These people aren't drunk. That's way too early. These people have been filled with the Holy Spirit of God through what Jesus has done. And then Peter goes through these Old Testament prophecies and reveals how Jesus has been revealing about himself all throughout Scripture. And so he uses and he speaks to them in a way that they could understand it. And then he goes on as he gets to it. And he goes, brothers and sisters, I can confidently speak to you about the patriarch David. He's talking to them and said, listen, I'm telling you what David said. I'm telling you what Joel said. And so I am going to speak with confidence. As a communicator, you always want to speak with confidence. And Peter is sure of what he is saying. The more sure you are of what you are saying, the better you communicate it. Let me give you an example. I often talk about crumble cookies, Andy Custard's, um, Cracker Barrel biscuits, so on and so forth. You just fill in the food and I have something to say about it. 
Why can I speak confidently about these things? Because I have tasted and seen that they are good. And so because I have tasted and seen that they are good, I can speak about them in confidence because I've experienced it for myself and I know what I am saying to be true. And so that is what Peter is saying in this very captive audience. He is speaking from, from a place of what he knows to be true. Why? Because he's walked with Jesus. He saw Jesus crucified. He talked to Jesus when he was resurrected. So he knows that what he is saying is true. He knows the scriptures. He's read the scriptures. He knows that has been pointing the finger to Jesus. And so he is speaking with confidence. And then as it gets into verses 36 through 41, the crowd says, what should I do now? What should we do now with this information? What should we do now with what you have told me? And so what Peter does is he gives them clarity of next steps. So not only did he speak to them where they are, not only did he speak in confidence, but he also gave them clarity as to what a next step looks like. He made it practical, guys. He was like, hey, so because of what how Jesus was revealed because of what he did, because of his resurrection, here is now a fitting response. He says, now you need to repent and be baptized. You need to recognize Jesus as king and say yes to him and turn from the way you're walking and walk in stride with the king. And what do we see as a result of Peter's obedience, Peter's boldness, Peter's speaking clearly, Peter's confidence, Peter's clarity? What do we see as a response? Well, Verse 41 says this, So those who accepted this message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 people were added to them. 3,000 people. I guarantee you this. Peter had no idea what was on the other side of his obedience. He did not know that after he spoke confidently about his king, as he spoke clearly about his king, and as he gave clarity on his king, he had no idea that 3,000, thousand people would respond to the gospel. He had no idea. That is truly, truly amazing. When you think about something, we rejoiced greatly a couple of weeks ago as we saw people respond to their obedience, respond and let allow the Lord to be the king of their life. And we saw almost 50 people get baptized in one day. I want y'all to think about something. This is three thousand people. Don't tell me that God's not moving. Don't tell me what God cannot do. Three thousand people step from death to life. And it's amazing that 50, almost 50 people said, said yes and stepped from death to life. And we saw that through their baptism. But how amazing was this moment? Again, Peter had no idea how this story was going to end. He knew who his king was. He shared clearly about his king. He shared confidently about his king. And he shared with clarity about his king. And look how the king used his act of obedience. So what do we do that today? Well, I think we can take our cue from Peter. Listen, speak to people where they are. Speak to people where they are. Be honest with people where they are. Be confident in what you know. Be confident in your story. Be confident in your testimony. You know how Jesus has changed your life, so speak confidently about it. Give clarity. Hey, it's all about Jesus. Jesus lived a perfect life I could not live. He died a death I should have died, paying a debt for me that I could not pay. Three days later, he gave back a borrowed tomb, overcoming sin and death, and through him and him alone, I am able to overcome sin and death. Then, stand back and watch how the Lord 
uses your obedience to do something abundantly more than you could ever hope or imagine. So today, I pray that you will trust the King. I pray that you will be bold, that you'll be confident, that you'll operate with clarity, and that really you will speak to people where they are and love them well where they are. Because loving people well opens the door of conversation and opportunity to share with them about your King. And today as you walk, remember what your King has done on your behalf and may you respond to Him with living your life in such a way that it reflects Him. And I hope you will be able to do that today. I know, like you, I know that you are similar to me in that we are so thankful for what our King has done on our behalf and the opportunity He has given us to be a part of building a kingdom that will last forever. We hope to have you back here tomorrow. We hope that you fix your eyes on Jesus, share the podcast with somebody, and we even hope to see you on Sunday morning or Thursday night at church. And again, for more information about all those things, go to newvisionlife.com. Love you, everybody. Talk to y'all soon. Y'all be blessed. And let's see what God does on the other side of our obedience. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.